Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. You sound so black, bro. I made my mother hair Kamine and she's like, who is this Kala? And I was just like, um, how am I supposed to like respond to any of this shit, right? What is up, you guys, and welcome back to another Fire Fire podcast over here today. We have the great Mickey Murshid over here. Um, guys, for those of you guys who don't know, Mickey is one, of, is, is one of those rappers and artists that I personally fuck with because his, his voice and his flow and, and his bars are something that, that, that are like really like, you know, I, hey, okay, I'm going to preface everything by saying that I'm not a musician. I don't, I'm not like a, I'm just like a casual listener. So, I'm, so whatever I say, is, it's nothing technical. I'm, I'm literally going to describe his his entire style by just saying he's buttery smooth and, uh, <laughs> and that's like the <laughs> only word that comes to my head because because that's what you fucking are bro you're fucking buttery smooth, uh, buttery when, smooth. Uh, when it comes to rap and yeah. shit but, <laughs> but yeah guys mickey mickey has done a lot of cool things he performed in uh at one of Islamabad's biggest parties and madison block party he's also been featured in trails and yada 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 but before we do that, Salman's going to take over the plug, and we're going to go from there. Yo, guys, I'll check us out everywhere. If you listen, if you're still listening to this in like 25 seconds, I'm lowering the standard from 30. Hit the subscribe button. All right. And other than yeah. that, check us out. We're on like yeah. Spotify as well. We have Instagram content, TikTok content. We're Sp- we're everywhere. Mickey's dude. on Spotify, guys. Guys, guys, go go listen to Mickey's shit on Spotify as well. Like, it's pretty, it's pretty good. You're going to thank me. Like, literally come back to the comments and just, like, tell us what you thought of his songs. But yeah, anyways, Mickey, how's your day going? Kya scene What's up? My day was <laughs> pretty interesting. My day wasn't that special until I was called Buttery Smooth, to be 100% honest. Yeah. Then, then, then my oh day took a while. All right. So, th- thank you for that. Amazing, amazing. I love being called strange things you're welcome, like Buttery you're Smooth. Welcome. Yeah, buttery smooth. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, Mickey, yeah. Mickey, Mickey, straight up like you. After I said, after I called you buttery smooth, you literally went and grabbed a cigarette. Is it because like you're feeling the stress of being called buttery smooth? What's it, like? Is it like a heavy title that you have to uphold now? Like what's I, I, going I, on, man? I just want. I just wanted to feel like a man again. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I was just like, yeah, yeah. I look kind of badass when I smoke a cigarette. Let's go with that. Butter is yeah. Let's fucking go. Yeah, yeah, baby. Oh man. Yeah. All right. So, man, take over the first. Dude, I mean, I want to stay on buttery smooth. I want to know, like, what's what are other like weird compliments (laughs) you've like gotten or even given to someone, or do we just take the crown for like the best ever compliment you've ever received? You, you, you guys definitely take the crown. What what other compliments have I received? Oh fuck yeah, (laughs) man. I mean, like. Yeah. When you when you live in Pakistan, you're an English rapper. You you have to get used to yeah. people saying weird shit to you all the time. So oh, it's for sure. buttery smooth. Really? I, I I think I like it because it's like to the point. You know what I mean? Usually when you get compliments yeah. from yeah. people who a don't understand <laughs> half the shit you're saying, uh, the most common the most common uh, yeah. compliment I get is yar, 
you sound like a black guy, man. That's really fucking cool. You sound so black. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's uh, 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 I mean, I mean, I guess it's true. Yeah, they're like, oh my I god. I mean, I guess sounds, it's true to an extent. You sound so black, bro. I made my mother hair kamine and she's like, who is this kala? And I was just like, um, how am I supposed to like respond to any of this shit, right? Yeah, uh, uh, I mean, if that, and they're, they're generally uh, trying to be nice about it. But I'm just like, yeah, I, I guess. Trying to be nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like I'm, I'm, I mean, I am kind of like I started rapping because I thought I was black. To be honest, like it was a bit of an identity yeah. crisis going on yeah. there, and I wanted to be black. So I guess yeah. like my my yeah. childhood dream has kind yeah. of come true. But now that I've matured, it's not my child. It's not my dream anymore. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm very happy being Pakistani. So it's yeah. a double edged sword. At the end of the day. Mm. I mean, so, yeah. I guess it's just pretty Damn. racist at Damn. the end of the day, and it kind of shows you, like, like I feel like that's a very honestly common speaking, stereotype honestly speaking, for rap music, here, here's especially the thing. if you no, listen no, no. to it. Here's the thing. No, no, no. Huh? No, Salman. Salman, Salman from, in my opinion, when Pakistanis say that Mickey is black, they're like, he just sounds like a black guy because because it, they're not meaning it and saying it in a demeaning way. He just, it's like he has a very deep and a very heavy throaty voice and he sounds like very foreign. That's what they're trying to say. And the, the, yeah, the first yeah, word yeah. that comes to the casual Pakistani like, I'm not, head is the, the word black. Listen, Ooh. like their, their intentions are right, but like, like they're kind of yeah. throwing like a pretty big stereotype on. No, you, 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 no, it's, it's not a stereotype, bro. Like most rappers are black. If we're being like <laughs> honest, here. it is like, what it is. Yeah, <laughs> like, it is like, what it is. Yeah. Like when when I was growing up, my idols were all fucking black. <laughs> you know what I mean? So what they're trying to say they're is still, like, oh, are, are they still black? Man, I mean, my top five favorite rappers. I think the only one who's not black in there is Eminem. So if you think about it, there's Jay Z, mm. Nas, yeah. Tupac, Biggie, Eminem. You can throw yeah. Andre three thousand in there. Um, all these guys, yeah. most of them are yeah. black. So what they're trying to say is, you sound, you actually sound yeah, like yeah. a rapper. So you say you sound I, like a rapper, which is which is a compliment, mm-hmm. which is a compliment. Because most rappers who rap in English yeah. in Pakistan go out of their way to kind of yeah. do the whole yeah. yo yo yo. <laughs> You, you know, you know what a deal, bro. And then it doesn't really sound, they don't really sound black. They just sound, they just sound butt fucked. So it's, it's, it's a whole thing, you know what I mean? So oh, man. I, I, I'll take it. As a oh, my fucking God, bro. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm sick to call you buttery spoon, All right, man. Um, Mickey, Mickey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mickey, I want, I, I want to hit up the whole, you know, origin story, like, like I've known you from school. I've seen you around our campus. Like you know, mm-hmm. we weren't really friends. We didn't really interact much. But mm-hmm. I, but I know that. But I knew that you existed, and I knew that you were a rapper, like in school and all that. Tell me, yeah. how did you get into the whole rap scene? Why did you get in? And, and like, did you expect to be this successful ever? Uh, bro. So how did I get into the rap scene? Um, I've always been musically inclined. I was blessed to grow up with parents. Mm-hmm who played modern music around me, you know, um, who played 80s songs and gig like a lot and were also pretty obsessed with music in their own right. <laughs> and um, then I moved yeah. to Canada, where we moved to Canada in around 2000, when I was around like um, five years old, yeah. I want to say. And over there, I was kind of yeah. exposed to the other side of music that I'd never seen before. Yeah. Primarily hip hop, right? All so. Right. 
when I heard it on the radio, I was like, shit, this is the first mm. thing my parents didn't make me listen to. This is the first thing I kind of, like, held on oh, to. Shit. The, the okay. first thing I discovered myself, right? And um, eventually, like, two or three okay. years uh, into living in Canada, we moved to a neighborhood, a very multicultural neighborhood. So I was around, like, other Pakistanis and, you know, European people and even, like, you know, African and Canadian people. And uh, I was exposed yeah. to the culture more. So other people had the same interests. Rap was, at that time, rap was white hot. You know what I mean? If we're talking about, like, mm-hmm. 2003 to yeah. 2007, you had 50 Cent who came on the scene. and It just was. Took every, it was. Yeah. You had it Eminem was, going. Yeah, you had Eminem going diamond. You had um, yeah, all these yeah. different yeah rappers and Kanye West popping up. Jay Z. It was so white hot, and that's when rap started really taking over. So as I said earlier, I kind of had an identity crisis. Yeah. I was like, these guys are cool. They have piercings and they have chains. I want to be like them. So like I was yeah. like, so I was yeah. like, you know what? Let's give this a shot. I started like writing raps at eight. I used to sing before actually. I had a pretty good singing voice. And I still incorporate oh, singing. Shit. Okay. I, inco- <laughs> I incorporate singing and like if you listen to the song of yeah. mine, some some like it hot, um, which I released um, and when yeah. lockdown started, that's the first song where I'm just like singing through and through. Yeah. And like I'm playing the guitar on it, like I'm doing all that shit. So okay. it was mainly singing before. Okay. Okay. But I don't know why I had this thing where I was like, singing's for pussies. I'm gonna start rapping. Which is stupid in hindsight, but you have to realize I was a 10, 11 year old kid and I just started rapping <laughs> full on. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah. then as I got more into it, there, there was that phase where like I thought Tupac was the end all and be all of music. And all I listened to was Tupac. Not mm-hmm. realizing that I put myself in this box where I haven't heard or been influenced as much by the other people of, uh, besides from what I heard on the radio and on TV, so it was just Tupac, Tupac, Tupac. Moved back to Pakistan, there was less of a rap influence at that time. Like nowadays, you still hear kids like listening to rap because now it's become even more global. But um, when I came back, it was still the entire Tupac is alive and Tupac's in Cuba and I love Tupac and I'm gonna meet Tupac. And like all all, (laughs) all of those conspiracy theories, we just couldn't deal with the fact that Tupac (laughs) mentioned Maria. And uh, so um, that happened yeah. then. To be honest, I talk about this very openly. Um, I, I kind of had my own personal issues going on. Yeah. With addiction, substance abuse problems. All right. At a very young age. All right. So All right. by the time I was 14, right. I, was, I was hooked uh, pretty badly and deeply onto uh, heroin. And I've talked about oh, this shit. publicly before. I have oh, no shit. qualms. Oh, damn. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So... By the t- I was on heroin from 14 to 16. And when I quit at 16 years old... Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. That's when I delved deep into hip-hop because I had nothing else to do. And I loved this culture and I loved rap and I had a passion for it. Mm. It's literally what I thought about all the time. I was like, you know what? Now's yeah. the time. You're trapped in a room for two to three months. Um, just go... Yeah. All in. So I started listening to Outkast, Nas. I love Nas is my favorite rapper, probably, and Jay Z. Jay Z. Yeah. I started like. Yeah. I went back to Rakim. I went back to uh, Big Daddy Kane, the '80s rappers, N.W.A., um, E.P.M.D., all these guys, and I started like kind of understanding how to compile an album and what goes into the writing process, the technical side of things. 
I started studying them yeah. and listening to their albums, like continuously writing, writing to my, to my fingers bled. So I, when wow. I came, I came out of that kind of thing, I, um, realized yeah. this newfound, newfound respect mixed with the passion that I had already for hip hop. Yeah. And, um, I kind of went like balls yeah. deep into that and I couldn't find a producer cause I'm an oh, unknown, God. I'm an unknown rapper. Right. So I started making my own beats. I was like, fuck it. Like, yeah. just do it. Yeah. Everyone else fucking does it. Do it for yourself. Yeah. yeah. So, um, started doing yeah. that. So I make my own beats, started releasing music, started getting a bit of a buzz early on. And, uh, then yeah. 2017 came what around. What year was this? What year was this? 2012. 2012 so 2016 you were getting a buzz 2016 2012. i started getting okay. no 2012 i started releasing music 20 and it was kind of like picking up steam mm-hmm. kind of locally 2016 mm-hmm. i released a song called breathe and that kind of propelled me to a, okay. another like a step up and hold hold on a second hold on a second yeah oh, hold it he's all good he's all good I'm doing an interview. Damn, okay. Saman. Yeah, I know, I know. I, I, Damn. My grandmother came in, sorry about that. Oh, no worries, man. Mickey, not yeah. an interview. It's a casual conversation. It's a casual... Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I mean, I couldn't tell my grandmother. I couldn't tell my grandmother I'm having a casual conversation. Like, conversation. But, uh, yeah, what's it called? Yeah. Um, where were we? Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure, but I'm going to take uh, us you were, to uh, you, were, you were telling me about your journey, 2012. Oh, yeah, 2012. Picking, picking yeah. up bus. Picking yeah. up bus. So I released Not Called Breathe. That kind of propelled me to another height. Then 2017, I released my biggest song called hmm. Kamine. Um, and that just... I see, lo- I've seen lo- that one. Locally, I've seen that one. Locally, it blew the fuck up. Interesting story about Kamine. Kamine yeah. was going at yeah. the same rate as all my other songs. One of my friends, from what I know... Um, yeah. If I'm wrong and if I got him mixed up, his name's Hashim Khan. From what I've been told, played it on um, yeah, on Call of Duty multiplayer, and an Indian club promoter heard it and okay. started and started uh, playing it oh. in clubs in India, and uh, because it sampled the uh, Pia, yeah, Pia tu ab to aja, so it sampled that and that yeah. had. You can really hook an Indian audience in the chorus. is also high Kamine, Kutte Kamine, all that. Yeah. So that kind yeah, of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in yeah. Damse, I just started getting all these like Indian likes and like comments like Gopal and like all these like sings and I was like, where the fuck are these guys? Where the fuck are these guys coming from? Like, I, I don't oh fucking... Oh my God. Even. I was like, huh? And I, and I reached like oh 10K. My God. I reached 10K in three days. Oh then like Islamabad also loved it. Then I reached, you know... 20k 30k 40k then yeah. the video came out so uh, right now it has 100k wow. plus streams on all platforms congratulations yeah. man congratulations that was, that man. was my like congratulations entry. that was my entry into new like being in the scene damn okay i want to take a bit of a wait, okay fine wait, okay one thing i want to ask you wait wait uh-huh. wait Salman, Salman, Salman. i want to ask this one question then you can and then you can and then you can ask you whatever the fuck you want to ask um Mickey, Kamine, uh, the song, it, it, I think it was like very, it was bilingual, right? It had Urdu and it had yeah. English, right? Yeah, yeah. In the whole, in the local scene, from our personal experience, as well as a few other people as well, if you rap completely in English or if you have content that is only in English, 
you you tend to get very little traction locally however if you add that bilingual yeah. effect or if you add that urdu mix uh-huh. or or if it's completely urdu you mm-hmm. you you can pick up traction so much quicker so exactly. do you feel like you want to stay the whole you know english route or do you want to go bilingual in the future what's the scene man um the thing with me being a completely english rapper is i get a lot of like yeah. insecure motherfuckers in the comments saying to kya keh raha tu shit hai bhencho tu burger mother chot and i just don't know what to just burger hai i did i did a song to guy hashim dawaz yeah. some of the comments were like hashim bhai a burger kaun hai mota kala bhencho and i was just like what the fuck right <laughs> in urdu to like show them that i can do it but on the other hand i'm just like wouldn't it be disrespectful because i started rapping in english the only thing i know is rapping in english so if i start rapping in urdu is pandering to them yeah it's kind of insulting their intelligence at the same time like yeah. my fucking integrity exactly. is going out of the window i'm an english rapper that's and i know so 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 you're going my so you're going our out basically like like mickey yeah. this podcast would have grown two to three times faster if we had an all urdu audience if we were just talking yeah. in urdu completely 100% of the time but i just fucking refuse to have that you know short term gratification instead of like looking at looking at it like a long term curve like long term yeah. you can reach more audiences through the one exactly. of the biggest languages on the planet which and is yeah, english well, well, just, my, you know speaking one is, niche my, language which is only yeah. my thing is we live in a digital age it's easier right now than it it has ever been yeah. to reach an international market yeah it takes i fucking the right agree. the right promotion to get to that international market just cuz we're brown doesn't make our content yeah. any less credible than you know fucking exactly. the joe rogans of the world exactly. let's say you know putting you guys at that level but like 100% 100% so, 100% baby <laughs> it's like what what the fuck at the end of the day i understand you have to also like please yeah. your local market which is why i do the spin the wheels which is why i do the kaminees um yeah yeah but at the same time you All have right. to keep yourself right. respect you yeah. Know? yeah suman yo i mean dude suman take over the baton oh man. finally sal you finally let me talk thank you man but uh dude mickey before we go any further <laughs> i want you to ask us a question talk, buddy. um what have you got uh you want me to ask you a question Man, I want to ask like a generic question. Yeah, I'm sure Ooh. you can. You can do. You can do something we haven't heard before. I believe in you. Something deep, Mickey. Some something huh? deep. Wait, do you guys want to fuck me or kill? No. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm down. I'm a pass on I'm this. I'm down. I'm always down. Listen, I grew out of that game when I was like. <laughs> You know, at least at least like two years ago. Twelve. All right. <laughs> Fuck Mary Kill. Begum Nawaz Ali. Nasibo Lal and Karan Johar. I don't know who that is. Look at look it up. Look it up right now. Look up Begum Nawaz Ali. Begum Nawaz. Wait, hold up. Let let me actually like Begum Nawaz Ali. All right. Let me see. Okay. Okay. 
so if uh, Nasibo Lalin Karan Johar. Yeah. Begin right. Nawaz Ashali was right. the first, uh, was the only cross dressing uh, talk show host, I think, Pakistan had. And Karan Johar is Karan oh. Johar. And Nasibo oh, Lal. Nasibo Lal, man respect. And um, yeah. Yeah. So fuck Mary. Yeah. Kill. Okay. Go I'm going to be honest. I'd marry. I, I'd marry Nasibo Lal. I'd marry Nasibo Lal. Um, I, I like that. Fuck. Um, I'd, I'd kill uh, Karan Johar because I just can't stand the guy. And Damn. I'd marry whoever this third person is. I don't know. Um, no, no, no. And, and I'd fuck him. And, and, and I'd fuck the third person. I don't know. Mad respect, bro. What about you, man? Bro, I'm gonna pass on the question. All I will say is that I would not kill Karen Joher. Okay, like Coffee with Karen, such a great show. I, or at least it was like 12 years you, ago. Honestly why wouldn't you? Speaking, honestly speaking, the only reason Karen Joher even came to my head, Johar, whatever the fuck, is because I've been watching clips of Coffee with Karen. <laughs> and like that shit is entertaining as fuck. Oh, like, it's really entertaining. It like, they're, just, they're complete yeah. assholes. Yeah. They're terrible human beings. Like, it's just yeah. fucking amazing. <laughs> They're just talking shit about each other. It's like Islamabad. Oh, Islam my man. God. Yeah. Fucking oh, right. my God. Islamabad, man. It's a tiny city where people just talk shit about each other. Yeah, That's all this true. fucking city is. It's like that red rapey couch that comes to shit, man. Islamabad. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I, th- I, think, yeah, Suman, I think we're done. I think... Are we done with this? Or do you want to do, do ask one more thing about... Madison block right, party. I want to hit Madison block party, then we're done. Quickly, really quickly. Uh, what was the experience like? What, what was the experience like, man? Performing at one of Islamabad's biggest fucking parties to date. It's, it was terrible. <laughs> what the fuck? I thought it was going to yeah. be. <laughs> uh, man, fuck? I mean, I'm grateful. What happened? I'm grateful that I got to have my name. <laughs> what happened? On such like a crazy event, whatever. I didn't even say hi to Diplo. Yeah. Diplo didn't. Shit. What, what happened, man? When what I was supposed when I was supposed to meet Diplo, like we was going into one like house for the after party, and then everyone told us to go to the other one, so I didn't get to meet Diplo even. Uh, yeah. Fucking um. Yeah. Seemed like yeah. a nice guy though. Seemed like a pretty nice guy, from like the di- like from the what I saw like from interacting with other people like from a distance. Um. There was yeah. a lot of politics yeah, backstage. Yeah. A lot of dis- disgruntled people. Shit, yeah. But um, okay. You know what? At the end of the day, the show okay. turned out good, and that's what matters. I'm not happy that I. Mm, I'm, I wasn't happy that, that I. That is opened. what matters. But the show turned out pretty good, and that's that. It was good for Pakistan. Hmm. But like, and you know what? Terrible might be a little Pakistan. strong. You know, I did get to perform Kamine for quite a few people. That like as the show went on. But yeah. overall, like, I didn't even get drunk enough. Yeah. <laughs> I was, uh, yeah. Like, the booze ran yeah. out, and I was just like, you know that weird, like, middle stage? Where you're not, like, where you're about to get tipsy. Yeah. But, like, you don't get tipsy, so I was just there <laughs> the entire time. And then by the time Diplo yeah. came on stage, I was yeah. hungover. And then we went to the after party. Oh. And there were, like, zero fucking booze. Yeah. So, like, if you guys can't tell, I'm a bit of an alcoholic. Oh, my God. But, like, but uh, that... that it was, yeah. it was good. Like it was, it was better than Lux. It was better than the Lux style award. Yeah, I'll say that much. Better than Lux. All right. Yeah, Lux. All Lux, right. Lux is all just right, more. Right. Yeah. And I think 
Guys, before we trash Lux, because I want some Lux people to come on this show and tell their side of the story. <laughs> Mickey, if, if we have anybody from Lux come on, we'll have you come on as well. We'll have like a four-way and then we, we'll have like a, you know, just like a talk show type scene. I'll just Man, my, my Lux experience what, what, was just like, on? I do like, there's some curse. I have this curse where I, I get like offers for Lux and like yeah. Diplo. And when I perform, there's only like fucking yeah. six people in the audience every fucking time. Six. Shit. Okay, so what I what, what I did Lux and like of Damn. course I, I'm I'm not gonna blame like my credibility or whatever is my fucking slot for Diplo out yeah. at the top of the show I started the show even though I wasn't supposed to but eventually it came to such yeah. a position where I started the show and then for Lux we were all dead last and I had a bunch of like big celebrities doing the song with me too it was like for it was against like child abuse and like all all yeah. these injustices some movement that they had going yeah. good cause so like it was like 3 30 in the morning yeah and we were just like lip syncing and rapping to like <laughs> cameramen so it, it's it's kind of like whatever you're grateful for being there but at the same yeah. time you're just like yeah this isn't how i expected it to be ah uh, shit you know I, get, what I mean yeah i, I get it man I, I totally i i totally understand that man and yeah so Saman, take over the outro, man. You deserve Guys, it. Guys, like, just thanks for hanging out and listening to this. Mickey, it's been fun, man. Like, you've been a very yeah. fresh guest to have on. A fresh take on just music, on, like, just this whole conversation. Honestly, it's been a lot honestly, of fun. Honestly, I appreciate it, yeah. Thank yeah. you guys for having me, man. Yeah, yeah dude. Um, I hope you have a anytime, good day. Man, anytime, And, yeah. Guys, I think on that note, we're out. Catch y'all later. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.